party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by my good friend Will Liam for a game of Sean Smith's Exuvier, Relics of House Dragonfly. Will is of course a member of Plus Two Comedy, is one of the hosts of the Plus Two Comedy podcast. He's also one of my favorite people to play games with, and I was really excited to get to explore Exuvier with him. Exuvier is a fascinating and creepy investigative horror role-playing game set in the Bayside town in the 1940s that has been taken over by a bug cult. Players try to expose this bug cult while avoiding horrors both human and inhuman. It's a really cool game. Exuvier is currently on Kickstarter, and you should totally go check the link in the show notes and back the game for yourself immediately. Let me tell you, the setting is cool and evocative and weird and horrifying in all the right ways, and the mechanics are engaging and interesting, and they propel the story forward in a way that few mystery games do. I cannot recommend Exuvia enough. I loved playing this game. It's a game that I want to play again. A link to the Kickstarter where you can learn more can be found in the show notes. One quick gameplay note before we dive in. If you're listening to this from the Kickstarter or trying to get a better idea of how the game is played, we do get one thing wrong, I realized after the recording. We had based uh, the play deck structure too closely on Osmosis Solitaire and flipped the top card on each of the three Exuvier. You're not supposed to do that. So just keep that in mind as you're listening. <laughs> Finally, before we dive in, a special thank you goes out to David Fitzwater and Erica Chapel for your support on Patreon. Patreon support, if you have not considered it, is a tremendous and personal way to help the show grow and achieve bigger and better things. Uh, We're over halfway to our next stretch goal, which is a proper party of one website. I'm really excited about that because there's a lot of things that I'd like to put on a website that once we have the funds locked down, like, I can't wait. Uh, One thing in particular that I'm really looking forward to is having recommended listening guides for party of one. You know, we jump around a lot in terms of tone and genre. And I'd like to be able to say, like, hey, if you like a sad game, here are some sad games we played. If you like something funny, here are some funny games we played. I think that's going to be a tremendous resource. So thank you all so much for your Patreon support. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week I'm sitting down once again with Will Liam. Will, thanks for coming back on Party of One. Thanks for having me. So, real quick, as we like to do at the top of the show, why don't you talk about anything you might have going up, any projects you might be working on, etc., and so forth. I almost froze as soon as you said that. I just spent <laughs> ten minutes writing everything down. I was like, never mind, it's not worth it. Because <laughs> uh, we were doing something Easter, and I think that's before this comes out. So you guys just missed, I think, uh, John Con. All right. Which is fine. There's a little con in Baltimore, and it's awesome. Uh, I didn't put months... I'm the worst at promoting anything. This is I'm part of a duo. Right. Noah can function without me. I'm a mess. It is the worst. Uh, April 30th, we're going to be in Lancaster, Pennsylvania for ZenkaiCon. And the day before that, we're going to be in Newark, New Jersey for Castle the Castle Point Anime Convention. That's awesome. That's exciting. Doing stand-up. Hey, you don't care what I do. <laughs> People care. <laughs> care we, 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 i'm in plus two comedy we do nerdy stand-up and we do professional wrestling too yeah so that's what we're gonna be doing at zenkai con yeah you, in fact people also just missed uh the cosplay pro show at they sure the, did the age of cosplay <laughs> fundraiser man you got you're gonna be disappointed it's really you're awesome you're missing out on some cool you missed out on some cool stuff because <laughs> we didn't tell you about any of it um so this week we are playing exuvia it is a game about uh cults and mysteries and a mysterious town that is plagued by a mysterious, perhaps malicious organization. It is 100% malicious. Yes, it's 100. It's a creepy bug cult. <laughs> Don't so yeah. ruin it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a beep over that. It's gonna be very funny. <laughs> um, 
So, why don't you introduce me to your character this week? Okay. Uh, my character's name is Flynn Kelly. Uh, I'm an ex-cop. I got fired from the force because I wouldn't listen. I was pursuing my case, which is... This case. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say... I so, start at, the, start at the beginning for me. So help, start, walk me through Flynn Kelly's... The start, like, Flynn, walk me through the beginning of what led Flynn Kelly to the small town of Angelford. I don't like Michigan. that. Michigan. <laughs> Actually, it grew on me in a couple of seconds. He was a, he was a good cop, and he had his problems. All all cops do. Kind of a drinker, and uh, he uh, he found a body in the abandoned. They called in a, a body, and he thought it looked kind of weird. Looked like maybe an animal had gotten at it. So he checked it up, followed up with the coroner. The coroner said, "This is not a wolf. It's not a bear. I don't know what would do this." And uh, so he kept looking into it. He was just asking around, and his superiors kept telling him, just leave it alone. Just uh, an animal did it, reports in, it's fine. And it may, I think maybe he found another one, mm-hmm. and he was like, this is this is happening. Yeah. Like, people could be doing this. And every step of the way, the everybody else in the force is telling him, stop, leave it alone. And he just, it, it ruined his marriage. It ruined his, like, he ruined, eventually he gets fired. Mm-hmm. And now he's a, like a security guard probably. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> That sad life. Yeah, I used to be a security guard, guys. It's okay that I can say that it's a very sad He's life. A security guard at, a, at at the Angelford Municipal Library. <laughs> and like, well, he took the job so he could have access to the library. Oh, that's he's very, always that's down very, in the basement looking at microfiche. That's clever. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. So that's Flynn Kelly, and so it is the 1940s. Yes. The war has just ended, so it's the late 40s. Oh, did I skip out on the war? <laughs> Well, am I a draft dodger? Uh, well, no, you know, I'd probably be too old if I'm like a 40-year-old yeah, cop. Yeah, you, you were past draft age. It was a young man's war. Yeah, you were past draft age. Um, a lot of strong opinions about it, though. Angelford, Michigan is a small, quiet town. Most people just call it town because it's it's far enough away from, like, Detroit where it's not it's not somewhere people go. It's very isolated. It is on Lake Erie, but it is far from yeah. any other pl- town along the coast of Lake Erie. Tough to get there in the winter. Yeah. And so, it's quiet. It's peaceful-ish. You know? <laughs> At least, everybody else would say it's peaceful. Flynn Kelly probably wouldn't say it's peaceful. <laughs> so, our story begins. I'm going to say it's Friday morning. It's been a quiet week. No, no, there's been a, there's a, there's a reading happening at the library where you're working. Uh, what is your what does your morning look like? Uh, I get up usually hungover, right? Uh, I need coffee. It's got I get there. I, the, the drive is a is a pain cuz you know, you, mm-hmm. you're up late drinking. You don't want to make that drive. You're almost fall asleep. He gets there. Uh, caffeine sets in. He's a little better. Nice lady at the the front desk makes him feel better. He does like the kids. They come in there and uh Usually it's a lot of standing around and you don't really do much as a security guard. Sure, sure, sure. Walking the, the, the aisles. And then every once in a while, yeah, I'll go back down to the basement and just kind of pick up. He's got his own room that he kind of, nobody was using it. Mm-hmm. And it. It's got those like crazy people. Yeah, like, right. The murder newspaper boards. Art- yeah, newspaper articles are pinned up on the wall. Yep. There's like a map of the town where the bodies were found with a little string tied to them. So you come in. To work, you come into the library on this particular Friday, and there's a reading scheduled. There's a reading from a Walter Morris. He is a, a scholar on early American literature. He specializes in, like, religious texts of the 
like 1730s pre-revolutionary real or like early real early american and like radical religious texts now this uh for most people and especially most people in Asia, for this is just a fun thing. We've got a writer coming. We've got somebody coming in from out of town. But for you, something's a little odd about that. Because as you've been looking at these bodies and these cases, you know that uh, there's a surprising amount of... In the bodies that were found. And there were... A lot there. They had personal libraries full of the people the, the victim yeah the victims had these bookshelves full of weird hard to find religious like manuscripts and pamphlets and things like that you know they're you know like a uh, common sense but if it was well the common sense is that we're all demons waiting <laughs> we're all demons waiting for Waiting for the Lord to come and punish us. That kind of thing. Yeah, alright, I gotcha. So this seems perhaps like an opportunity to further investigate this mystery. Mm -hmm. It seems like it might be connected. Might not be. You might just be losing it, but it might be connected. No, no, no. Well, maybe. <laughs> he takes out a flask and just a little, a little <laughs> nip. A little nip. A little morning nip. <laughs> so, what do you do? What is your What is your move here? I'm going to stand in the back of the room where he's reading okay. and just kind of nonchalantly listen in. Sure, sure, sure. So he's talking a lot about... Take out um, my, I still got my detective's notebook I've carried everywhere. Yeah. I'm just jotting stuff down. So I'm going to call this... We'll call this our first uh, challenge to okay. see like if you can find out some vital information and pick up on, pick up on little things. So this is going to be a simple challenge. So the way that this works is we have four piles in front of us. We have three exuvia. Each of these is a thread of the cult that you're investigating. Yes. The three things, the three things, uh, which I realize we should explain. Yeah, we haven't explained any of uh, The three things, the three sort of threads that you've been chasing are these early American literature books. You've been chasing these dead bodies. And the other thing is there's a sigil that you keep seeing repeated over and over again. The first time you saw it was actually in blood over that first body. And they just claimed that it was graffiti or that it was an accident. Odd splatter. Yeah. But. You and know, to be that, honest, in my memory, I'm like, maybe it was. It's yeah. It, you've hit exactly that point where you're starting quite. to think. So the way that. So you have these three piles in front of you. These three piles of four cards each. You also have a deck of all of the cards minus the face cards, which are cult actions that you can draw from. You have, you have your choice. Um, you want to draw high at all times to complete the challenge. So you can choose to draw from, we'll say that this uh, third pile here. So you can take the eight, mm -hmm. or you can draw from the pile. Okay. You have the choice of taking that eight or drawing from the pile. And I want it... The eight's my starter, and then I need to get stuff higher than that? You want to... Yeah, so you also have the conspiracy which is another pile next to it, which is you have the Ace of Spades. Right. So the way the conspiracy works is you want to keep adding cards to the conspiracy, but you can only add cards to the conspiracy if they are higher than the value of the card in play. Luckily, the Ace is one, yeah. so you can just keep throwing cards on it. But you want to draw cards that are successful in your action and ideally that can add spades to the deck because you have spades. Spades, and I will, I will, I will say that spades in the game... Represent molting or revealing clues. 
the nature of the conspiracy is starting to reveal itself. That's good. So if I, like, I, I'm making a choice on what I... Yeah, you can take the eight, or you can draw from the deck. And then put that on the conspiracy. Yeah, either oh, okay. way, either I... way, if you take the eight, you can put it on the conspiracy. You okay. can advance that. I understand. You, that. you can advance right, that truth. If you take the, if you take from the deck, you might not be able to advance a conspiracy because you can currently you can only add spades to the conspiracy. Uh, okay, then yeah, I guess I'll put the eight since it's a sure. Okay. All right. So then that adds to the conspiracy. You have advanced this truth. Morris is giving this talk, and he's talking about the history of Angelford. And about the history of some of these uh, religious movements that came out of Angelford. They're very fascinating. It's so interesting because a lot of times you had these pilgrims come out here because they were essentially kicked out of their home. Like, they were kicked out of the bigger city, so they just went. They crossed over the lake, which is unusual, and they settled here. But the interesting thing is that the, the religious texts they're referring to are largely not christian or any you know any sort of catholic christian etc it's that they're 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 specifically talking about like we have to honor our early our earliest ancestors the ancient beings that brought humanity on the planet and the visuals on them are fascinating it's a lot of insects and you know mosquitoes and my many eyes they talk about the many-eyed vision of our of our birthing queen right <laughs> and it's all just it's very fascinating it's very Look up fascinating for my stuff. Says, birthing queen <laughs> i'm sorry uh, i'm sorry i'm mm. sorry did you just say anything <laughs> <clears throat> moving on um yeah <laughs> So he talks, he, he lays about that, and the, the thing that you notice, the thing that also advances the truth, is as he's laying this out, you see the librarian, you see Gertie, the librarian, is very uncomfortable. And she, um, the, the talk ends, like, he wraps it up, he asks for questions, and she kind of, like, rushes the front a little bit. And is like, well, I'm sorry, actually, we need to be get backed up, we're having a bank, we're having a banquet for one of our library donors in, in an hour. And she kind of looks at you to be like, clear out the space. Okay. And and I do. And then I go to help uh, Morris. Right. Like, go back, like, gather sure. stuff up. And then once we're out in the parking lot, I want to ask him about, uh, I pull out my notebook and I sure. shuffle through it. And I have some of the names, like the authors and the sure, book sure, sure. names from the victims. Sure, sure, sure. And I like, does he know anything about them? Does he? <sighs> wow, you've. Studied this quite a bit. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I work in a library, so that's. <laughs> I am jealous. I wish I worked in a laboratory. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, I work out of my apartment. It is it is a one bedroom apartment in Detroit. It's not nearly as glamorous <laughs> as a library. Well, I don't. Oh boy, I don't live in the library, sir. Oh, I sometimes <laughs> I sleep in the library. I I have <laughs> And so yeah, he starts. He starts. He starts opening up a lot about it. Um, I'm going to ask for another draw. Okay. This is going to be, this is just going to be a, a blind draw from the deck to see, not if, not if you get more information out of him because you've, you've opened him up, you've buttered him up and like you've, you've, you know, you've shown that you know what you're talking about, mm -hmm. but more so to see if you can do it without necessarily being noticed. Okay. So I, and then I pick. So you're going to draw from the deck. Okay. And I'm just. And this is going to be a simple, well, it's going to be a simple task. Ten. Success. Oh, I get because of the action. Yeah. And 
I'll figure out this game. So so you've you've succeeded in the action, but uh, as the ten of the the ten of diamonds diamonds. Yeah, you cannot add that to the conspiracy because you need to add the eight. You need to have the eight of diamonds. Yeah, you need to have uh, the eight okay. of diamonds. So you add that instead to your grip. Okay. You hold on to this. You can use that. You can add that to the conspiracy later, if you so choose. Like when the opportunity arises. So this is information that's in the forefront of your mind, but you haven't. You don't figure out where it goes. Yeah, yet. I get it. Yeah, he's talking and he's talking and he's opening up. Um, and what's what's good is that like he's like. Well, why don't we go get some coffee? I know, like, I saw a place, I uh, saw a place uh, on the way into town. I saw a place on the way into town. It's great. I'd love to stop there and get some coffee and chat more about this with you. Okay. Yeah, I tell I tell Gertie I gotta take off because the mm-hmm. out of town guy doesn't know where he's going. He needs directions. I act kind of annoying. Yeah. Why don't you give him directions out of town? Making sure he gets on his way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. yeah, I'll get him out of here. Don't That'd worry. Be great. So you go to the coffee shop and he starts talking a lot about. Like the history of these various cults, you know, there's the there's the Goodman cult out of there's the Goodman cult out of New York, and he's like, but the, the really interesting thing is that is that like cults like uh like Goodman they tend to be very focused on the internal mind state, you know, they were talking about Krakatoa the mind demon, but this is this is very different yeah, you than should that. Drop that down, like everybody knows what you're talking about. Uh, that was a party of one. <laughs> that was a, that was a callback. <laughs> so the party of one fan base is gonna love that. They're gonna eat that up. All right, just no inside jokes. It just it's a rule for a reason. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm left out, but it's all right. <laughs> so, but the, the interesting thing about this is that it is so focused on like going back and worshiping this like uh this ethereal being that is like this this birthing mother, and it's so visceral, and it's. It talks from such a, like, the, the, the stuff coming out of Angelford, especially in, like, the 1730s, is so visceral, and it's talking from a place that sounds, feels, feels like it's talking about something that's in the room, and I find that to be honestly fascinating. Like, the author's <laughs> talking about something that's right there? Yeah, I just, I find it fascinating. The level of comfort that he has talking about this thing is, it's incredible. It's, I, ugh. I mean, you've read him, right? Like, you know. Hmm? Uh, yeah, well, I assume I've read whatever's in the library. Yeah, and it's nonsense. It's weird. It, it's <laughs> crazy person talk. Yeah. Like, it's... You can't make heads or tails of it. I, uh... I slip a couple more pages in my notebook and I show him the symbol. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. And he pulls out, um... He pulls out a book and he's like, yeah, look, it's, all, it's, it's right... Uh, that's so neat. Like, yeah, I've... I've seen that around. Like that's is there? Oh, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's and he shows you the thing, and it's in it's in one of these old books that came out of Angelford. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely the symbol of this particular of the the Church of the Birthing Mother. Like, absolutely. That's so that's so interesting. Does it's gonna color the BM? Mm-hmm. I regret doing that now. Uh, does he know anything about? Do they have rituals? Not that they've written about. I mean, they talk kind of obliquely about, like... They talk kind of obliquely about, like, spreading the good word and things. It's a lot of, like, missionary stuff. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, rituals, it seemed like it was sort of just, you know, the standard, like, get together and sing hymns very... Did they ever sacrifice people? 
not 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 that I, I don't think so i don't think that they were i don't think they were a harmful thing i think they were just uh you know an old religious movement you know get together sing some weird bug songs and like i i, I yeah i don't know um listen i gotta get going is it all right if i yeah and he like puts down some cash for the coffee and he's like i gotta get going yeah yeah of course thank you for your time <laughs> of course of course of course um i'm sorry what was your name Lynn uh, Kelly. And he shakes your hand, <laughs> and he hops in his car, and he gets going. So I assume I'd have a name tag. Yeah, I probably would have lied. <laughs> That's why I was like, I should lie. No, I probably have a gold little badge. <laughs> it's this point. He's asking if you had a nickname or something. He wanted to be your friend. Yeah, he's um, gonna go report back to Bug Central. So, what do you do now? Like, what's your next step of your investigation? <clears throat> I mean, I guess I didn't... Uh, I learned a little bit. Nothing. Uh, I'll go back. I mean, I don't know how extensive this library is, and it's the 40s, right? Yeah. Mm, no internet, eh? So I, I'll go back to my library. I'll, you know, I'll tell uh, Gertie that the guy's out of town. Sure, sure, sure. What a weirdo, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't super love... I didn't pick him. He wasn't one of my choices for yeah. speakers. I don't love Each when they, their own, I guess. I don't love when people bring in that sort of old... I think that stuff should just stay in the past, right? No, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't feel like we need to be talking about that type of stuff. Um, <laughs> hey, so why don't you clean up that uh, the, the basement area? Um, we've got that banquet dinner, and we want to give them a whole tour. Yeah, that And that, that room of yours, that private room, you could just uh, clean that up a little bit. That mm-hmm. would be ideal. Absolutely. And she goes off to... I am the only person that has a key to that door. I want that stated right now. Uh, I feel like there she <laughs> might have a key. Maybe no, she... this is crap. Maybe she just knows things. <laughs> and Kelly covers his tracks. So, so yeah, so, so what do you do now? This Gertie seems shifty. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Mm. I can't follow, go around following people. Uh, mm. does, do I know, like, I don't know how well I know people, like her parents and her, like, her relation to everybody else in town. You could probably, like you could probably, re- you could probably research them. That would yeah. be a draw, but you could definitely research them. Yeah, I'll do, I was like, yeah, 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 okay. I don't know if I need to research this or, like, I get that it's a... You know, I, you know of them, like you know their names and such. You know the, uh, you know the Hamshackles. <laughs> okay. Um, you know the family. Like you can identify her and her sisters and their parents, but like in terms of like knowing specifics about them, you would have to do some hard research. But like you know, like name. You, it's one of those towns where everybody kind of knows names. Yeah, and yeah. But like, okay. So, it, but what I, I'm gonna go back to my microfiche. And yeah. Like, is there some, like, would she know somebody else from my investigation? Or? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and make a draw for that. We'll call it tricky. This is going to be a tricky action, but... Okay. Not sure what's good or bad. Uh, two is an oversight. Two is an oversight. Um, character failed to take into account something critical. Either the action fails or it succeeds with a penalty. Okay, so what happens is uh, you can hold on to this, you add it to your grip. Um, So what happens is you are researching, and you find some information out that, like, yeah, the Hamshackles did know 
that first victim, Marty Malzone, that first victim, the first kid that got killed. He was a kid. He was like 19. You would call him a kid, but... Um, 19... Couldn't even get his first beer. Uh, Skip, you just missed, just missed the war draft. Um, he was actually working as an Could internship. Well, or whatever you were going to say then. <laughs> He was well, he was a football internship. He was he was an ace football player. He was the quarterback of the football team, and uh, Alphonse Hamshackle is actually the coach of the Angelford uh, football is team. His relation to Gertie. Um, that's his. That's her father. Her father is the coach of the football team. He's also the superintendent of the school. Now you're researching this. You're pulling out all of these files. Mm-hmm. What you failed to account is that you're doing this while Gertie is still working. Mm. And so, um, this banquet happens. Mm-hmm. You've pulled out all this information. You've pieced together that, like, there's connections. There's, there's a definite connection to that first kid. You don't know anything for sure, but there's definitely something there. Um, afterwards, you know, and Gertie's shaking hands, doing the whole thing. You're kind of doing security. She kind of walks up to you and she's wearing this nice gown. She's, she's you know, fancied up for this mm-hmm. fancy banquet. She comes to you, can we talk in my office after the banquet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. And the banquet ends. You know, everyone's laughing and you're looking around and you see Alphonse is there. A lot of the older, you know, the Chamber of Commerce people are there. It's, it's a donor dinner. It's all wealthy, wealthy old white folks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Gertie calls you into her office she's still wearing the gown and she calls you and she goes so um <laughs> this is awkward but um I, I uh, one of the library assistants handed me uh, a notice that somebody had taken out a ton of newspaper clippings about my family you would you know anything about that Ugh, this is it's embarrassing gertie i uh i was trying to find out some some information on your dad just i just wanted to talk to him you know i uh i've been off the force a long time and i know that he's got some pull with the chief and i thought maybe he could put a good word in and i just you know i wanted to i wanted to be able to be friendly i wanted something to talk about i'm, I'm sorry i should have said something make a draw for me <laughs> three this is going to be tricky yeah this is going to be tricky um yeah, as that act, that actually that's fine. I can put you in touch with my with my dad tomorrow. In fact, in fact, and she um she kind of she's like wait here, and she goes out. <laughs> the oversight in this case. Well, now uh, first and foremost, as you do the three of spades, you can add that to the conspiracy. Oh, cool. So you've gotten you've gotten closer in that, and that 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 represents the fact that like yeah, you can tell something is up. You can tell this family is is keyed into mm-hmm. things. She's like, well, wait here. And what you would, the oversight in this case is that Alphonse is here. <laughs> and so she just calls him in and it's like, well, here, you oh, two yeah, talk, yeah, I'm going to go back to the party. <laughs> Alphonse is old. Mm-hmm. Fit. Weirdly fit. Like, you know that weird level of old man yep, fit? I know exactly what <laughs> yeah. you're talking about. Like a Jack Palance thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's real old. I mean, Gertie's an old librarian lady. Oh, she's old too? Yeah, right. she's old. But he's like 
her dad. So he's like old. <laughs> Dads are old. He's like old as fuck. Right. But he's like weird and jacked. Yeah, he's a weird old. He's got that weird man. puffy like jacked up <laughs> jack chest and his shirt doesn't quite fit. He works out in a sweatshirt and that leather belt. <laughs> yeah. 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 Comes in. Oh, Kelly, you're the cop that got fired for the obsessive win with the murders. Yes. I, I don't laugh at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can I do for you? And he holds out his spindly, <laughs> crooked hand and shakes your hand, and it's shaking maybe a little too hard. Oh, and he's he's giving you a soft hand too. <laughs> like, oh, it's not good. What well, What do you need? You said you wanted to talk to me. You said I had some connections. Yeah, I knew you were. Uh, I I thought I heard somebody say that you uh you uh you're friends with the chief of police. Yeah, 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 we go way back. Me and Martin go way back. Um, yes, 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 we're old, old friends. Did you want me to put in a word for you? I would really appreciate it. You know, I, I don't expect to get back on the full force, but maybe a we patrol can, or something. Uh, I can I can definitely put in a word for you. I just need you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that, sir? This, you know, people talk. I make jokes, but, like, people do talk. And I... I like you. You you know, Gertie tells me stories. She says you're a little eccentric, but you're good. Just drop this case thing, you know? Just drop this whole creepy, crazy thing that, that the you know, the incident that I, got you fired. Yeah, I, I only Just I barely remember. All right. You do that for me. And I can talk to him and see if I can't get you a patrol. I appreciate that, sir. All right. It was nice talking to you. <laughs> you too, sir. You have a lovely evening. Looks back at you for a split second and walks out. And then uh, the banquet ends. Everything wraps up. Gertie shakes your hand, wishes you a good night. In the library, you're alone in the library for now. What do you do? Mm. I'm gonna have to relocate my crazy people room. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, I assume there's a reason I didn't do it. Well, maybe I just didn't want it in my house, because I uh-huh. sleep on like a murky bed that's yeah. also in the kitchen. Yeah, I assume you <laughs> Library security guard doesn't pay well, as it turns out. Doesn't, doesn't. Not even in the 40s. <laughs> yeah. I have an apartment, Jeff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to pack in my, my right. crazy people stuff and see if I can't get it back home. Cause I feel right. like I feel like they're on to me. Okay. Um, make me... A draw for, like, you, you start heading home. Okay, this is a success. Um, you can put that, you can put the five of hearts in your grip. Okay. You, you, you start heading home. Do you have a car? Are you walking? What's your, what's your, what's your... I, I have a car. Okay. It's, you know, it can get around town. Sure. You start driving, and you definitely notice that you're being followed. It's a small enough town with, like, a few enough streets that by the time you take, like, the third turn to get to your one-bedroom apartment... Somebody's definitely following you. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I, uh, I'm going to try do some detective stuff here. I'm going to see if I can't like get ahead of them real quick. Mm-hmm. Somewhere I can pull over. I can stop. I'll leave the car on. I'm going to try to like get out of it mm-hmm. before he sees me get out of it. And then the idea is that I yeah. want him to stop and be like, where is he? And then I'm just going to like beat okay. his door. Yeah. So ro- make me a draw. This is going to be a, uh, we'll call this a tricky. Um, yeah, we'll call this a tricky action. This is, uh, you can put the five in your, the five of diamonds in your grip. This is a tricky action for, uh, like, going it without being noticed. Yeah, like you, you've got, stealth, if you will. a five is a complication. 
complication is successful in what you set out to achieve, but it makes things harder. Okay, so I know what a complication is. <laughs> you do that. You're at the door, and you almost, like, knock on it or whatever, and you see that there are two people in the car. You you had you had planned for one mm-hmm. person, but there All are right, in fact two people in the car. Do I recognize who they are? Um, you have seen them around town. You don't know their names. Um, they are pretty unusual, right? Yeah, it's like I said, it's a town where you know people. Right. These, they are. Uh, but they also look like they don't get out much. They have sort of sunken features, and their skin is real pale, <laughs> kind of sweaty. Yeah, well, hair kind of matted a little bit. Both of them have like thin, thin sort of mustaches <laughs> and a little bit of chin fuzz. Like they don't shave real well. <laughs> Up to awkward looking slimy boys. <laughs> uh, that was a good band name. <laughs> oh, I hate slimy boys. <laughs> uh, um. I still knock on, the, on his window. Okay. Um, rolls down the window, and it's a hand crank, so you've got to roll it mm. a little bit. Can I help he... you, boys? No, officer. We're just <laughs> making our way home. All right. Well, be safe. There's a lot of uh, strange characters out here sometimes. Mm. You be safe as well. You know, don't get into any trouble. Don't dig yourself any holes you can't dig yourself out of. And I, I like lean in. I'm like, you're going to want to keep at least five car lengths back if you don't want to get noticed. <laughs> and then I walk off. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Uh, I'm going to ask for a draw, though. <laughs> Six. Uh, this is going to be simple because I'm going to relate it to your skill at Deccan Fool. <laughs> so it's a success. Yeah, that's a success. I think that's because because that's you're intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that one of them. I think the one that's at the uh, passenger side, the one at you, doesn't say anything. Like, mm-hmm. Just kind of like like looks at you blank, as if to be like, I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But the other one's kind of like shit, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> and like just drives off while you're still in the window. You have to like pull back, mm-hmm. and they like drive off. Uh, you can take the six of clubs and put it in your in your grip. Yeah, so you drive off. You, you know that they were following you. Like it's obvious at this point, right? Um, so what do you do? Do you follow them? Do you just go Ooh, home and rebuild that's your a things? Good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to show them how it's done. Okay, okay. Make me another draw uh, for following. That's a four. This is going to be simple. That is going to be a complication. A lot of oversights and complications. I blame it on all the drinking. Oh, but I could just sober up. This is the four of spades. Ah. Good. This is actually perfect. Yeah, this is actually perfect timing. Narratively works out. This is great because every time you add three additional cards to a suit, you unlock a truth, which means you have unlocked a core rule of the conspiracy. To win the game, you've got to uncover four times you've got to uncover four truths you've unlocked one by playing four spades cards what do you have in your okay um yeah so you've got your you've unlocked a truth the truth is recorded each time so yes and because this is spades the truth is re- related to re- molting and revealing so what happens now is you follow them the complication is uh, that they go to uh, the community center. The complication is that there are a lot more. Is you pull up and for being eleven thirty at night mm-hmm. on a Friday, 
the community center is packed with cars. Huh. The parking lot is, you have actually have some trouble finding like a spot. Huh. Um, you get out, they get out, they, they don't notice you, but they get out and they go to the community center. They're joined by a bunch of people in similar, they're all wearing black suits, black shirt, black tie, almost funeral, dirge attire. Do you follow them into the community center? There are a lot of them. All of them wearing these identical black suits. Hmm. I'm trying to think of how... Like a spy the com- movie or the complication movie? is The complication is that there are many of them now. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get it. Um, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get in. One, I'm going to take... This is probably stupid. But it's the 40s. There's no gun laws. I'm going to sure. take my, my service revolver sure. out of my glove compartment right. and kind of just stick it into my, like, my pants. Sure. Uh, and I'm going to try to find another way into the community center, like okay. a back door or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... I'm good at that, too. Yeah, you are. So I'll I'll ask for a draw. I'm going to ask for a draw for that. Uh, it's going to be simple because you're good at investigation. So that's a four, which I think is a complication. But you can put that in your... Uh, actually, uh, you don't have to put that in your grip because you have the four of spades. So, because you've drawn the four of truth, let me just confirm that first. I want to confirm the action as a four on a simple action is a complication. Okay. Uh, four is a complication. However, uh, the conspiracy. Yes. So you've opened this. You've opened a new suit. Okay. Which means now you can also play. Which means you can play any. Um, you can add any diamonds cards you have to the conspiracy. So I can. So I have a five of diamonds. You have you have two diamonds. Oh, you have five and ten of diamonds. Good looking. You can add two of those to the conspiracy. You have almost unearthed truth by virtue of of cracking that new suit. Nice. The diamond, the suit of diamonds, is adult hunting. So not great, <laughs> particularly because you have a complication on this action, and which the, is, and the, uh, I just, I it's cool. Uh, not, I guess you want to talk about. The, can we talk about the game? Yeah. Because yeah. I like the way it's worked out narratively, yeah. which I know a lot of that's you, but... No, 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 this is actually, a lot of it's actually the game itself. This is actually timing, it's, I'm seeing the timing of it real well. And uh, the other thing is, because you've unlocked the suit, the cult has taken notice of you. Okay. So again, very good, very good timing on the game. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cool. So now it's... I'm going to shuffle in these three face cards, which are the cult that's taking notice of you and taking action against you, if they come up. I was wondering when they got added. I didn't yeah, know. it's whenever you crack a new suit. So you put the suit. Of face. Okay, oh, I I really like that. It's a neat mechanic. Yeah. And all of this, all of these mechanics are now. Now that I'm seeing it in play, the mechanics are coming together really nicely, mm-hmm. and I'm really into this. Um, yeah. So the complication is you go in through the back, and someone grabs you. Mm-hmm. Guy in a black suit, much larger, but still the same sort of sunken, awkward, slimy features. Um. This dude, they similar mustache, similar like semi unshaven, but like you notice that they are more out. Mm-hmm. Like the hairs are sharper. They almost look like whiskers, but they're like an inch and a half long, and they're mm-hmm. just sticking straight out. It's creepy looking. Yeah. Um, grabs you, asks you what you're doing here. You notice um, he has a tattoo on his wrist. It's a symbol that you recognize. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Uh, uh... I'm gonna excuse me, sir. I just I was walking home from the bar, and I think I got a little. And I'm just gonna punch him in okay. his face. That's fantastic. Um, so because you are skilled at punching, <laughs> so because you are skilled at punching, 
um, you can, this will be a simple action, and because of the symbol, you can draw from that second pile. So you can take a seven oh, outright, cool. or you can draw from the pile. And I will tell you, a seven is a success. I'll take, I'll do, take the seven. Okay, and that adds to the that adds to the conspiracy, as it's a seven of spades. That adds to the conspiracy. Oh, also, in fact, I just also noticed you also have a five of hearts. You can add that to the conspiracy as well because you have a five of diamonds. And that's, but that's going to add the. Yes, that's going to add more insight. So I can choose not to do it yet. You can, yeah, yeah. I think you can choose to. I don't think you have to, but you can choose. So okay, but know that you can add that later. Also know that a five of clubs has been exposed, so you can just straight up, you can add all of that next time something involves that symbol. Uh, wait. Why do I get to draw the five? Uh, next time, next time you make an action involving what involving the weird symbol, mm-hmm. you can choose oh, to take that five. The, the pile. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Okay. So that's a success. You've taken. You took the seven. You added that to the conspiracy. That's a success. Uh, you knock this dude out. You knock his <laughs> knocks a te- knocks a tooth out. Just taking goes down. Goes down hard. But uh, you are now unnoticed in the room. I'm gonna take a swing for the cartoony. All right. And I'm gonna take his clothes off. Okay. And I'm gonna wear his suit. Okay. They're baggy. It's real baggy. Yeah, no, like, he's bigger got, than me. But you gotta tie that belt. You <laughs> almost gotta like knot the belt to make it work. But you're wearing the suit. But yeah, at least. Make me a draw. I'll let you take the five if you want, or you can draw from the pile. Um, I'm gonna call this a tricky action, though, and I will tell you a five is gonna make a, give a complication. See what happens. Less. All right. That is an oversight. <laughs> Gotta stop drinking. Oh, you can add that to the conspiracy if you like, and unlock that suit, or you don't have to. Okay. So I could potentially unlock the hearts and the clubs. Yes. And I believe you get a truth whenever you unlock a truth is recorded each time a new suit is opened. So theoretically, I could get to three truths. You could get you could get to three truths if you unlock if you unlock. You could get to four truths and get kick this into end game, or you can wait until you have until you're better equipped to handle. Yeah, I think I'm I okay. Do that. Okay. Things are getting revealed a little too fast. Now. Yeah. All right. So what happens now? is the complication, or the oversight, the thing that you don't notice... I'm wearing a giant man's clothing. <laughs> Oddly enough, that's not the oversight. Because <laughs> you walk in and you see that a lot of them are just wearing these weird-sized suits. Some of them have patches on them, like mm-hmm. a little slightly different shade of black, as though these suits have been passed down. A lot of hand-me-down suits, you notice. Um, this is a Civil War guy. <laughs> the thing you don't... The, the oversight... And uh, what happens is you hear, as sort of they start gathering in that big gymnasium meeting room, you know, the chair, lawn chairs are light yeah. out. What happens, what you hear, the oversight, is someone says, where's Brother Cyrus? Where's Brother, he, we all need to be here. The family all needs to be here. Where is Cyrus? And suddenly people are like looking around. And suddenly someone like, and people are looking around and they're like, wait, where is, like, Cyrus is missing. Something is wrong. And um, those two gentlemen, you see those two gentlemen, Tyler and Skyler. <laughs> One of them says, oh, this is probably a bad time to mention this, but I, we, 
the man that we were following. <laughs> it was Skylar. It wasn't me. It was Skylar. Tyler, what are you talking about? It was Skylar. <laughs> he revealed it, but he was he knew. He knew that we were following. And suddenly people start like looking around a little more suspiciously. Mm. Suddenly now like people are on your tail. And you what you see is that people are like People are like looking, going to people they don't recognize and being like, are you supposed to be here? And you see them pull back and they all have that symbol tattooed on their wrist. Huh. All of them. So what do you do? Uh, well, I can't like infiltrate now. And they're probably not going to start their dumb family picnic until they find this guy. <laughs> hmm. You could just hide and see well, if it all works out. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. I, I will do that. Okay, uh, make me a draw for that. Maybe they'll find his body. Jack, this is an interruption. <laughs> they find you real quick. This <laughs> plane's falling apart. Actually, let me see exactly what an interruption is. You know, I think it just means that it stops. Okay, the action would have succeeded, but you run into someone that changes the direction of the narrative. Which works very well for this okay. situation. You run into Alphonse. No, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Alphonse is there in a black suit. It's actually the same black suit that you saw him in at the banquet. It's mm. beautifully tailored. Everyone else is wearing these suits, and he's wearing this beautifully tailored, made perfectly for him, black suit. And he stops you. Kelly? What are you doing here? And he looks at your suit, and he says, Kelly, are you... Did you convert? I'm trying to, sir. Goodness, this is... I'm going to ask for a draw. You can take the five or you can draw. Or you can you can take actually really any of the cards. Hmm. I'll say. This is going to be tricky. Though. This is going to be tricky, though. So, I don't so, know if I want to blow through that nine. Uh, and the nine actually blocks off. You, you can no longer use these other cards to reveal. Because you've got it blocked off oh. in the jack. Oh. That's kind of cool. So I would have mm -hmm. had a chance to. You would have had a, a chance, bunch of truce. but you waited. Yeah, I, I and consequence. That's cool. I like that. I like that too. Um, I, so I can use that nine. You can use that nine. So I've not been drawn great. Okay. Yeah. Also, so describe card counting to keep track. So of describe to me are. how describe to me that action and how like it relates to the the early American literature, the cult literature that you've been reading. Well, that's what got me into it. I've been, I, mm. you know, I've been looking at all these books, and it just. It makes so much sense. It does. Everything make sense. in them, it's just, I'm just, it's so simple and it's so comforting. I'm, and he puts his hand, his spindly hand <laughs> on his shoulder. And for the first, like now he puts his hand on your shoulder and you feel it's prickly almost. <laughs> and it's like it's got tons of little tiny sharp hairs on it. Mm -hmm. and he puts it on you and you feel it and you almost, you almost shudder, but like you hide, you hide, you hide your revulsion. And he's like, I'm so glad. To, I gotta tell you, um, I gotta tell you, Chief Westerfield, he was, he was real worried about you. I know. He thought that you were gonna be a problem, but come, come, come. And he offer, he issues you in. And someone takes the stage. Someone takes the stage. Um, and a man named... This guy has a name. You find it. Gustav May. Gustav is leading this big congregation. He says, family! Fam! Gather! <laughs> I have regrets. 
And everyone sits, and he starts off on all of these things that sound very familiar to you from talking to Morris about, like, the birthing mother, and about, you know, honoring that, which, honoring that which gave us our longevity, and all of these horrible-sounding mm-hmm. things. And he says, and, and people start singing it, but it's, it's not singing, it's sort of just a humming. There's, ah, <laughs> and it's increasingly just these long, solemn, mono, monotoned notes. And it's just getting louder and louder. And I'm going to need you to make a draw. Okay. To keep your cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, you keep your cool at first. <laughs> But in line with uh, revealing revealing the conspiracy, you drew the King of Diamonds, so this is an interruption. Yes. And this blocks off your second grip. You have one more grip before you hit a dead end. Uh, yeah, and that's when time, I got you. Yeah. Gustav, he's singing, and that's when Cyrus comes out. And the song, and like, but they're still singing. They're still singing, and like... You notice that you're the only one that even pays attention to when Cyrus comes out in his underwear and is like, he's like, hey, it's that guy. But he, it's too late. Like, the ceremony has started. They're mm-hmm. all singing. They're all doing that. <laughs> and it's just on and on. And so, what do you do? Like, now Cyrus is, like, coming for you. And you see that he's got, like, a tire iron or a crowbar. And he's coming towards you. <laughs> Blood is dripping from his missing tooth. (laughs) Brother Cyrus, I want to apologize for before. Okay, so he does not buy it because you're not doing a monotone (laughs) screech. And he is going to take a swing at you, so make me a draw for uh, combat. This is going to be simple because you're real good at... Did not shuffle these as well as I thought I did. There's a lot of face cards in here. Punches you square in the jaw. Um, you not you take him out, but um, you take him out. But suddenly everybody starts to stand up. Mm-hmm. As this is a, it was the Queen of Diamonds, so this is a dead end. So everybody starts to stand up and they start like moving towards you, and you have to like you basically have to run. Yeah, yep. you got you got you got to bounce, um, and you've got to lay low for a couple days. You assume that you've been fired from the library. <laughs> just just the 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 assumption is there. That you've been fired. So what happens now is, um, but you've you've laid low for a couple days. Um, thankfully, it's early in the month. It's like the fifth, so you just paid the rent, so you've got the month. <laughs> um, so why don't you shuffle these? Since we've hit a dead end, so what happens is I take all the cards from the grip. I take all of the cards from the grip, and I shuffle them back into the deck. Oh, actually, no, I don't. Oh, well. I'm supposed need... to put them aside. Oh. All right, we'll figure that out. I'm just going to take a bunch of cards. <laughs> So the, the three face cards also get, do get removed. As well as... Uh, that seems fair. Okay. So I've taken I've taken your cards out of the grip and I put them aside. They are discarded. They are no longer part of the deck. So now we draw three new piles. So what have you been up to in the last few days? Am I, am I being hunted? Or like, You're not sure. That was a weird thing that happened, or, but you don't even... Or, I don't, or it's one of those things where it's like, I don't even know I'm acting paranoid and yeah. weird to people, and they're like, all right, weirdo. Yeah, you I'm were like, really, stop following me, and it's really, just an old lady. 
you're really not sure. Like, you had this weird episode that you're honestly, like, in the last few days, you're not even 100% sure happened. <laughs> you haven't gotten any calls or anything. No one has ostensibly, like, come at you, but some weird shit happened. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing? Uh, what's your new approach? Well, in traditional uh, crazy person, I'm not crazy fashion, I've reset up my crazy people board at <laughs> Sure, home, sure. Which is just falling apart. Uh... I mean, it wasn't a great apartment to begin with. Um, sure. Just empty liquor bottles scattered all over the place. Uh, I don't know what I could do helpful-wise. <laughs> My base of research was the library. So, what, 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 like, so you can't, so you know that, you know that Alphonse and the Hamshackles are in this. You know yes. that there's Gustave May is this cult leader leading this old did they say his name or i just saw this guy yeah it's he his he is a man about town oh so i i've seen this yeah person. yeah yeah he is a man about town he's on the chamber of commerce well, so you know him do whatever i can to investigate him okay great can um yeah go ahead uh how does the the leverage thing work um you can draw on just draw on them and uh in any way you want in fact We'll start out with that, and we'll have a call from Cookie, your ex-wife. She calls you. Like So a couple of days later, you've been laying low for a couple of days. You get a phone call. Mm-hmm. Flynn, what the fuck happened the other night? <laughs> you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Well, try me, because I'm hearing that you got drunk and attacked the man at a Chamber of Commerce meeting? Uh, yeah, it, life's been tough. <laughs> Look, if you need help... Let me, like, I, I'm not getting in, you know what, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved, Flynn. Just, I, I just worry about you, okay? I, I care, I still care about you, and I worry about you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Just... I'm being terse because I don't want her to get hurt. <laughs> I really still have feelings for her. God damn it, Flynn. <laughs> Flynn, are you being terse because you don't want me to get hurt again? <laughs> again? She hangs up. <laughs> Stop being such a cliche, Flynn. Damn it, Flynn. <laughs> Flynn, can't you tell I still have feelings for you and I'm trying to reach out to help? <laughs> and then she hangs up. She said all of these things. Um, yeah, so... Every so, time she got home, he would just start narrating about how... <laughs> It's a fine piece of woman just walked into my... God damn it, Flynn, I've had a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all of that happens. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so it's just like you bring them into the scene when you want to, and then you can probably get information out of them without having to draw necessarily. Mm -hmm. Or if you end up having to draw, you can pull a lot more out of them. So if you want to talk to your partner, you can do that. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, So your partner... Lillian. The 1940s first lady <laughs> cop. Um, yeah, so Lillian's your partner. Um, she is... She's working the desk at the moment. She has not been on patrol in a little while. Because she's stuck up for me. Because she's stuck up... Yes, yes. <laughs> she's stuck up for you because she's been... Because, she, because you have know some secrets about her like personal life, and she wants them kept under wraps. So... She's at the office, so you'd have to go to the police office to talk to her, or you could just call her desk phone because no, you have her number. Call her desk phone. Okay. Uh, this is Martinez. It's Flynn. Hey, Flynn. How the, how the hell are you, buddy? Kelly. 
I picked two last names. Slyn, she knows she, you're on a first. On, you're sorry. on a first. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> you got too close to the case, and that pencil got hurt. <laughs> Flynn, how the hell are you? You're on a first name basis. Yeah, Flynn, sure. how the hell are you? Are you are, are you holding up? I heard they had a rough night. Yeah, I've been better. Uh, I need you to do me a favor. Yeah, anything. What do you need? I need to, you know, Gustav. Gustav May? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm asking. I need, I need you to, to, to look into him. See if there's anything on file. Any, I don't know, just anything in the records about him. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, you know, it'll be, that's a weird one, but yeah, I owe, I owe you. I you know I owe you. So make me a draw. I'm going to allow you to draw on any of these if you'd like. This is going to be a... Um, we'll call this a, a simple. We'll call this a simple a simple task. Just to see what information she comes back with. Alright. Um, a six. Five or six is going to be anything other than that four is going to be a success. Alright, I'll take the five. Okay. You can add that to the conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so she comes back... Hey, um, can we meet in person? Yeah, uh, I was gonna see you come to my place, but I don't want to. I don't want to get involved in this. You head to the town coffee shop. Yeah, and she sits down. She's like, um, I have like a, a collar pulled up and like a hat. So, uh, this is weird. I couldn't find anything. Anything? Like anything. Like, he's in the Chamber of Commerce, like, he was legally, he was, you know, the election results are all there, but, like, nothing else is in there. Like, no no address, no social security number, no family history. Does he have a place? Do we know? Do he's know got, that? yeah, he's got, like, a real nice mansion on the outskirts of town. But nothing's registered. Nothing's registered. No family history. Nothing. Hmm. Something, he's wiped clean. Like, for, for all intents and purposes, it doesn't seem like he exists. Hmm. All right. Keep your head down. Uh, obviously. After <laughs> after this, after today, yeah, I'm gonna. You do the same. I will. All right. I'll probably call you in a couple days. I gotta look into something. All right. Please do. We know you're okay. And she, she gets up, she puts down the money for coffee, which is two days, in, which is two days in a row, or two trips in a row, you've got free coffee. This, the whole reason I'm doing this. <laughs> um, she stands up, hey, get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. And she walks out. So what do you do now? Uh, I guess I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna wait for nightfall, and then sure. I'm gonna go to Gustav's place. Alright, um, so, you go, and make me a draw. For, uh, because it's, you see a few of these black cars mm-hmm. circling the, the block around it. There we go. Perfect. Nine of hearts. That is a success. That is a success. You put that in your grip. Yes. Um, yeah, you keep a low profile. They, they're sort of driving. You actually, what happens is, um, you drive up and the cars all go the opposite direction. And they're heading towards that, uh, chamber of commerce. <laughs> like you, you can, another, you know the roads that you can be like. chance session. It seems like maybe. Um, you go in, you, you, so you drive up, it's a real nice mansion, you know, it's a McMansion, it's, <laughs> uh, it's nice, it's, it's like Michigan nice, <laughs> it's like Midwest nice, mm-hmm. so it's not the nicest, it is, 
It is not well kept. It's actually kind of a mess. Like, when you get up close, you see that there's a lot of, like, trash bags. Hmm. And they haven't been collected. Like, the trash people haven't been coming to collect. Huh. And, like, that's there's just more trash around than you would think. All right. Everything kind of smells a little putrid. Gross. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try... Am I, like, at the house? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to try the back door, I guess. Okay. Uh, make me a draw. See how you do. Not well. well. (laughs) Complication. Um, You go to the back door. Do that, right? Yeah, you can do that. It's a two two of spades, so you add it to conspiracy. Um, What happens is you start to go and you see putting on a suit in, like, the back servant area. What you... Is good old brother Cyrus. (laughs) Man, this guy. Got a gold tooth now. (laughs) And he's got a black tooth, like a marble obsidian tooth. <laughs> and he's like getting dolled up in his pat in his suit that is too big for him. And he's a very large man. <laughs> and he's like putting on the suit. So like you would you can go in, but you'd have to knock that tooth out of him. I'm just gonna say I'm I am i gonna take my, my service revolver and just try to sneak up and bang okay. on the back of his uh, head. this will be a simple task, so make that draw and you just have to get over a five. Perfect. Over. Right. Uh, you can choose to Is add it? that to the cons- to the uh, truth if you can unlock that truth if you'd like. Uh, I will this time. Okay. Last time I didn't get it. So now you have two truths. You have two truths. No, you have three truths because you've unlocked three of these. You've unlocked three suits. You're one truth away from from solve from like cracking things wide open. You knock them out. You take the suit. I don't need the suit. It's in there oh, okay. last time. It's fine. All right, so you knock him out. You <laughs> knock him out. What do you do now? You're in the house. Uh, very cautiously, I'm going to try to... I'm going to keep an eye out for anything, but I, I guess I'm going to try to look for, like, a master bedroom. Okay. Um, You're looking around. Ooh, maybe, like, a study? Yeah, you're looking around. Um, You hear Gustav, like, getting ready, and we're, we're, we're like rehearsing his speech and it's a lot of that same birthing mother stuff that you remember from before and he's rehearsing it and he's talking and he's talking about like you know embracing our destiny and casting out the outsiders those that would not be compatible with our vision and he's you hear him you can hear him and you start seeing pictures on the wall like you're walking and you see a picture of you see a picture of marty the football player malzone malzone yeah you start seeing pictures on the wall marty malzone you know, that football picture of him on the outfit. Yeah, you know, that football picture. Um, you see that. That's weird. And you start seeing, you see a picture of Tammy Carlisle, the, the, the second, second girl, victim. the second victim. And she's on the wall. And you start seeing other pictures, pictures that you weren't investigating, but murder things that you had seen in the papers. Mm-hmm. You start seeing things that were, that from your murder wall you start seeing pictures like the picture like pictures that would end up in the paper from your murder wall your conspiracy wall and they're all like just lining the walls of all these things and you start seeing pictures of gustav like at community events and you come across this old painting very old painting um you know old like 1700s painting of a man in a beautiful beautiful black suit with tails Hand in the coat, Napoleon mm-hmm. style. And he's got sunken, pale skin and a weird, weird jutting out whiskers. <laughs> but he also looks real familiar. Looks a lot like Gustav. <laughs> I swear it was the same person if it wasn't yeah, 400 years old. old. Picture, yeah. 
Uh, And then you hear him say, and then you hear him say, and then we bring her out. And the birthing begins. He says that to someone, and then you see, make me a draw to lay low. Actually, you can choose to also take that three, but I don't know if that would, you could also use that to unlock that final suit. Add a complication. You can just unlock that final truth if you want. Yeah, you just have to go down and fail. see what he's yeah. talking about it. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. That seems narrative. All right. So you go down. And remember what Morris was saying about how they described that birthing mother, the level of comfort they had with it? Mm-hmm. Like it was in the same room? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the same room. Okay. It's bug-eyed. <laughs> Prickly hairs. Big, bloated sacks of eggs. Many eyes. Hundreds of eyes. Big bug eyes. But like more than just two of them. Like six, eight of them. You don't think it was ever really human shaped. Maybe maybe it was at one point, but it's bloated now. And it's sort of just a mass of egg sacks and bug eyes. And mosquito. Proboscis. Proboscis. <laughs> And he's talking to it now, and he says, "I we're going to breed the next generation tonight, Mother. Finally. And he, he starts, you see him get down on his knees and start like, then can I, can I rest? Can I, can I die then? <laughs> and it just kind of gurgles and acid spit kind of <laughs> falls out of its purpose guy. And he just kind of like, no, no, I know you need me. Understood. And you got all the proof that you need, but <laughs> well, all right. Um, How do you, you just gotta now just stop it? Where am I in the house? You are on the second floor on like a catwalk, looking down at like the grand foyer because they wheeled her out. Okay, and he's talking to her as this attendant walked off to like the kitchen. Oh, oh, also there's a complication because you played a three. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Because <laughs> um, you got the final truth, but there is also a complication, and so that's going to be the final scene. As, as that attendant <laughs> walks into the kitchen and says, Mr. May? Cyrus is in here. <laughs> He's unconscious. At this point, really, it's more likely that he just does this on his own. Probably has an aneurysm from the last time I knocked him unconscious. Probably. Probably it's not good to get knocked unconscious. <laughs> no, it's really bad for you. And he stands up, and he says, get her in the car. And he says, everyone? Flynn? I know you're in here. (laughs) I don't do that. We're going to find you. You're going to join us now. And they start, like, scouring the place for you. How, How quick are they moving her? She's heavy, so they've got to like boiler on a dot, like on a on a push cart, and like work their way towards the the front door. So it's slow enough that you can take that you can act if you want to. Is there? This is weird. I can't stop thinking about this. Sure, you're like do something about sure. it. Sure. Can I get to like a boiler room? It'll be a draw, but yes. Okay. It'll be a draw, but yes. You get to the boiler it's room. It's gonna be a sad ending story. <laughs> you get to the boiler room, but there's a guy waiting, and he's got a gun pointed at you. What do you do now? <laughs> he is 
uh, human-esque, but he's got a proboscis and, like, spindly bug fingers. Gross. They don't let, this, is one of, this is one of the people they don't let out of the house. Mm. How close is he to me? Uh, ten feet. Enough that you could tackle him, but, like, you would have to draw, and if you fail, you get shot, and then probably the bad end happens. Screw it. We'll do that. Okay, that was a... <laughs> that's actually a success. <laughs> it would be challenging, but you're good at deck and fools, so... It's my whole deal. Um, yeah, so... Actually, um, okay, then in fact, uh, that unlocks another truth, so I'm going to call, say, whatever plan you have in the boiler room works. Cool. I was gonna try to, like, knock off a gas main. Alright. And just, I, I don't know if there's, like, a candle or if I could leave something there. Exactly. So I could try to, like, book it out of the house before yeah. it explodes. Yeah, okay, okay. Then I will, I can tell you exactly what happens. What happens? You hit the gas main, gas starts filling out. Gustav is just rambling. He's monologuing. He's monologuing. He's a bad guy. He's monologues. Yeah, I haven't even been listening to... In yeah. the basement, you hear, like, a muffled, like, Oh, the flames of events that shall come again, Flynn! Yes, exactly. But you hit the gas main, and, um, two more of these bug men, these ones are the real weird ones that are... They don't let out of the house. <laughs> sort of start to close in on you, but you've got a lighter. <laughs> you've got some rags. You actually, what happened? You what you do is you pull off the tie from this bug man in the black suit, <laughs> and you light it, and you sort of throw it. And news reports over the next few days just say that it was a freak gas fire, gas main malfunction. Gustav, uh, when interviewed about it, says, "Well, no, Gustav died in the fire. Gustav dies in the fire. Um, well, they think." It seems like he actually had some sort of degenerative disease because, like, he was, his body had seemed to fall apart in that last minute. Like, seemed to have been falling apart. Like, he had the body of a man that was decades older than he should have been as a healthy, young, 40-some-year-old man. (laughs) When they found him, his body looked like an 89-year-old, minimum, earliest. But that was when the fire got him. Nobody really investigated it, investigated the fire, or rather, they tried to, but Chief Westenfold just said, don't. <laughs> it's fire. Let it be. <laughs> Chief, leave it alone. <laughs> they weren't, because, you know, maybe, 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 maybe he, maybe he found some manner of redemption, or maybe he knew what was going to be found if they investigated that fire. Mm-hmm. There's no telling for sure. Where does Flynn find himself? A couple months later. <sighs> in the days, in like the weeks and months that follow. Mm. Still not great. Sure. You've seen some things that you can't shake, and you still see them when you close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe he's back at the police force. Yeah, I they think didn't, that makes They sense. gave him a desk job. They're still not letting yeah. him go talk to people. Yeah. He's working pawn shop division or whatever. Sure. <laughs> um, he's partnered partner with Martinez again. Two of you were back. A Hispanic woman cop. How progressive. For the, It's the 40s, guys. It's the 40s. It is the 40s. I'm not a monster. And the two of you are working together. You don't talk about that meeting in the coffee shop. You don't talk about Gustav. You don't talk about what she found. You just don't talk about it. Things are normal. Except one day, you're driving and you drive by the burned down... uh, You drive by where the mansion used to be. And you're just on patrol. This is a couple months later after they've let you back onto patrol. You drive by and Lillian just looks at you and says... 
Thanks. <laughs> and the two of you drive off. Go back on the case. Everything's normal. <laughs> just everything's more or less okay. Rubble moves a little bit, and there's like a <laughs> bug claw comes out. You stop by the station. Weston Fold meets you, and he like shakes your hand, but it's a weaker hand. It's weak. <laughs> Handshake is weak, and you look at him for a little bit, sort of. Slimy. His features seem a little more sunken than you've ever noticed before. (laughs) Mustache is a little pricklier than you would have noticed before. You don't know for sure. (laughs) Could just be that he's a little sick. He's under the weather. Mm -hmm. Or... And that's game. (laughs) Here's your new partner, Cyrus. Cyrus, Cyrus is in a police uniform. Hey, everybody. I'm back. Will, thank you for coming back on Party thank of Thank you for having that me. That was awesome. That was really fun. So this game was really fun. I actually yeah, really enjoyed it. That worked really well. Now, I know what you're thinking is that I want to go enjoy this game myself. <laughs> I am. Well, not with myself, but with my friends. Yeah, sure. I have friends. <laughs> I don't, I, no, one said, no one said you didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that I got so defensive about it. Um, Actually, I'm just going to cut this because I don't fully know if it's going to be on Kickstarter when we do this. I don't want to do a whole Kickstarter thing. Yeah, that would be meaningless. Um, so where can people find your work online? Uh, you can go to plus2comedy.net. Uh, our podcast is on iTunes, the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Uh, you know, we're on Twitter and Facebook and all that, and, and that's the end of it. Cool. <laughs> um, well, all right. I'm going to throw it over to me in the future, so that you can wrap up with the show. Hi, future Jeff. Take a future me. Will says hi. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Fast Me, and thanks again to Will for coming on to the show. That was a blast. I absolutely loved it. You should definitely check out Plus Two Comedy. They are a group of wonderful people doing funny, interesting, and engaging work, and frankly, I love them like family. So you should definitely check out their stuff. Also, you should definitely check out the Kickstarter for Exuvier. It's a wonderful, cool game that I super want to play again. I cannot recommend it enough. I think that you're going to dig it. A link to the Kickstarter can be found in the show notes. A brief reminder that uh, if you like professional wrestling or role-playing games or me or this show or raising money for charity... I'm running a game of Worldwide Wrestling for Lawful Good Gaming on May 13th. Uh, there are still a few seats available. The price of a seat is just a $10 donation to the Southern Poverty Law Center. And you should definitely check out the link in the show notes and join me because it's going to be a flippin' blast. Finally, you can follow Plus Two Comedy on Twitter at Plus Two Comedy. You can also follow Will on Twitter at Will Liam Nerd. You can also follow this show on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Then like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. If you really enjoyed the show, consider giving us a nice review on iTunes. iTunes reviews, social media shoutouts, and word of mouth recommendations help the show grow, find new audiences, and do bigger, better, and cooler things. And I deeply appreciate every single one of them. If you want to hear more from me, check out All My Fantasy Children, the podcast where Aaron Catano and I take your listener prompts and turn them into beautiful, thriving, vibrant role-playing game children. That can be found at SoundCloud.com/AllMyFantasyChildren. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes with song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates or about coming onto the show, send me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. That's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. And party on. Never gonna die.